what Lonzo thinks is a wide ranging, free flowing discussion where I offer my unsolicited views on everything from music, movies, politics, sports, religion, pop culture, you name it. If it's happening, I'm talking about it. My thoughts are unsolicited. Nobody cares, but I care. And thank you for watching. All right, I have a special guest with me, Chris Mack. Son, how you doing? Good, good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you once again for joining me. I appreciate it. And uh, we're going to get right into it. We're discussing uh, the upcoming NFL draft. Now, um, it's coming up in about two weeks, I think you said, uh, a Thursday from next. Yes, two weeks. Yeah, I think we said it's going to be in Cleveland or Indianapolis or someplace in between. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. Akron. <laughs> Canton. Uh, so uh, last year, we, we had a post-draft uh, discussion. And this year, I thought it was important that we have a pre-draft and post-draft. So I appreciate you taking time out. And basically, what we're going to do is um, briefly discuss um, Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft that was released yesterday or today on ESPN. And um, I think Mel is, is probably the preeminent draft prognosticator out there now. Yeah. Uh, him and Todd Meshay. Uh, when it comes to ESPN, but everybody has their opinions and everything. So I think it's important that we we um, acknowledge um, ESPN's uh, predictions and kind of speak on that. So uh, first of all, before we get started, what is your take on Mel Kuyper? Do you really take him at? Do you think he's spot on with this his um, his predictions, no. or he's just kind of? I would say spot on. on. I mean, I think he definitely does things to get views. He wants to he wants people to be talking about it. There's definitely a couple of things on here. I'm like. Is that something that you think is going to happen, or is that just a big thing that will blow up in the news today? So that's kind of where I'm at on it. Right. I, I, I fully agree with you on that as well. I think, um, you know, obviously when it comes to TV, you, you want you want to get – you got that shock value. You want to make sure yeah. that you're throwing stuff out there that, that's going to cause controversy and get really get folks to talking because that's how you get your click. That's how you get your ratings and everything. And uh, so you got to take some of these things with a grain of salt because they're kind of designed to create a bit of controversy, and I think that's what's happening – this year because there's a lot of controversial or shall, shall I say uh, spirited conversations when it comes to some of these um, some of these predictions. So what we're going to do is we're, we're going to discuss each of the first we're going we're to discuss the top 10 um, draft predictions and we'll discuss each one and I just do a brief snapshot on each one and kind of go from there. So, nope. so uh, let's start at the very beginning. Um, Number one to the Jags, to the Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence, quarterback out of Clemson. I think it's a no-brainer. He's been the number one draft pick for like two years now. Yeah, I guess so, it's pretty, um, pretty obvious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have no problem with uh, with Trevor being the number one draft pick. Um, uh, I think he has all the tools to. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on, on a limb and say he has all the tools to be a stud, but he also has all the tools to be a bust. So. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, obviously Jacksonville is not somewhere that's going to help him. He's got a steep hill to climb. Um, you got a brand new coach coming in from college, never even done this before. So he's got a lot of things working against him. But if anyone could do it, it'd be him. I mean, we've been saying he's going to be the next guy since what, for like three years now. So, I mean, and he's definitely shown him. He's 6'6", 220. He's built as an NFL quarterback. His numbers are incredible. 90 touchdowns, 17 picks over his career. The guy wins. And I think he's got a shot. It's um, but it is the Jack, it is the Jacks, it is Jacksonville. So great point. And one of the things that really concerns me, the number one thing that concerns me with Trevor is not so much Trevor, it's his coach, 
Urban yeah. Meyer. You got a college guy coming in to the NFL, and nine times out of ten, that really don't work too well. Um, I think he's already came out and said that uh, the free agency and getting players that he hated, that he's not, it's not, it was not recruiting. And so he's already pretty much, you know, throwing up a red flag right there to me that he's not really used to this NFL life. It's a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely night and day, man. And, um, and um, uh, one of the things that I've heard about urban and it's pretty obvious is that he's a control freak. Yeah. Um, and that obviously when you're a college coach, you control everything because everybody's right. broke, but you, you know, and, and you don't have to worry about, you know, about players talking back to you, grown men who make probably as much or more money than you yeah. being like, yo, shut the hell up <laughs> type situations and everything. So, so, and, and one of the things that you hear about urban is that, you know, is that, and I've seen it, you know, in videos and everything, you know, behind the scenes or whatever, he don't take no mess from nobody. Well, and, that's going to change. Don't yeah. It's kind of hard to tell a dude, you know, it's kind of hard to tell a, you know, tell a dude who's making $10 million a year, you know, to shut the hell up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you got a, a guy coming who's never done this before. He's like, who are you? Exactly. Yeah. What you did in college don't matter here. Yeah. You know, you ain't yeah. playing Boise State. You know, yeah. <laughs> you ain't yeah. playing Western Carolina. Yeah, you're in my league. I'm in, <laughs> I've been here. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So in your opinion, do you think a leopard can change his spots? Do you think he can adapt his game to the NFL and be successful? I think if it were, I think if they just gave him the keys to the car and said, you know, drive it however you want to, he'd fail. But I would imagine, I would imagine he's got people around him that are like, hey, you know, maybe you listen to us a little bit. I'm not sure his, how, how much power he has in Jacksonville. If he's got the same amount of power he has in Ohio State, I think it's, it's no brainer. He's not going to make it. I, just, I don't think it's going to work out. Now, if he's actually listened to his, you know, OCs, DC, and his GM, like taking, taking words from all these guys and actually formulating a game plan, we'll see. But if he's going to run it like Ohio State, no. So that being said, uh, talking about Trevor, um, everybody has a flaw. What is the one flaw that you see in Trevor that you think could potentially hinder his development? I guess not being used to losing because, I mean, he's going to go out there. He's not on a great team. He's going to get smacked in the mouth left and right. How is he going to be able to deal with that? How is he going to be that, like, He's not going to be winning 20 nothing in the first 10 minutes of every single game. A lot of the times he's going to be, you know, trying to come back. So we'll get to see how he can handle that because it is going to be different. He's not, he's not the top guy now. He's just one of the, one of the, he's one of the boys. So how's he going to be able to handle, you know, this all-stars? I mean, everyone around him is the best now. So how can he deal with it? You nailed it, man. You absolutely nailed it. That's, that's my concern as well. Like you said, you know, you're not playing Western Carolina every other week. You know, you're not playing, you know, you know, Wake Forest and, you know, yeah. team, Georgia Tech teams like that. You're, you, you, you're, you know, you're playing against real men who, who you know, yeah. who, you know, who got, who got bills to pay. Yeah. And they've been here for the last three years, years, the year next, like huge is coming into the NFL. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you better watch out. <laughs> exactly. And, and hey, like you said, man, every Sunday he's going to get beat to sleep. He's on a terrible team, you know, yeah. you know, and everybody's watching you. You're going to be the one with the microphone in your face after every game, win or lose. 
because it's going to be a lot of losing. And, you know, you throw two interceptions, you pass 150 yards and, you know, and no touchdowns. And, you know, you lose, you know, the Tampa Bay, you know, 48 to 10. How's it going to Yeah. Can you handle that? I yeah. think it, I think being in a media center, a small, a small market like Jacksonville might help them a little bit. Because yeah. if that happens in New York, you're toast. Uh, As Sam Darnold. They, they, uh, they would send him out in week five. They'd be like, this guy stinks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So that's why I said his 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 bust or or boom uh, ratio is probably higher than anybody else just because of everything that's going on and the fact that he has a, a college coach. I would love to have seen him with a pro coach. Yeah. Um, because if, if Nick Saban, you know, the best college coach ever, couldn't cut it in Miami. Yeah. Urban, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Nick is a control freak. So. Yeah. I mean, the so. numbers are against him, that's for sure. But the consistency is he is deserving of number one pick. So I guess we both agree there. Yeah, 100%, yeah. Okay. All right. That said, we'll move on to number two on the mock draft. Zach Wilson out of BYU going to the New York Jets. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be blunt. I hate this fucking pick. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to say why. And uh, don't take anything I say to heart. I'm not, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I'm be blunt as hell. I'll probably as hell. Okay. Zach Wilson um, played at BYU, which Mm. is not a power five school, but they are a top tier program um, of the non power fives. Yeah. They have a good pedigree. Um, they put some good players out there. They send players to the league. They have a good reputation. That being said, uh, Zach Wilson, uh, he, I, I took notes here. I usually, for my shows, I usually don't do any production <laughs> notes. I don't do any research. I, everything comes from the lungs. Yeah. I, have a, I have a steel trap when it comes to a mind, when it comes to sports. But I took notes on this one. I got some. Okay. Yeah. okay, good, good, good. Because yeah. I'm gonna go inside the numbers here for a second. Yeah. Okay, Zach Wilson. Okay, um, I'm gonna compare him to Justin Fields. Yeah. Because the big controversy is who's going number two, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, whom? So that I think is a good comparison to yeah. rate he and uh, Justin together. Okay, Zach Wilson. Um, uh, what I'm doing is the last two seasons since just only played two seasons at yeah. Ohio State. So I think Zach played like eight games the year before, something like that. Enough. Right. Yeah. Right. So they they played, he played, he's played roughly three three or four more games than Justin, but still it's okay. it's a good comparison. Okay, Zach, he passed for 6,074 yards, 24 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, his quarterback rating 163.6. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields, meanwhile, um, oh, by the way, Zach Wilson's win-loss record, 18-7. and seven. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's over the last two years. Justin Fields, his record, 20-2. Passed for 5,373 yards, 63 touchdowns, nine interceptions, his rating, 178.5. So, and Justin's two losses came to Clemson, in Alabama, Zach Wilson's losses, okay, is not a who's who of college football. Yeah, his losses, Utah, Washington, okay, those two Power Five schools, fine, I get it. Okay, next up, Toledo, San Diego State, 
Hawaii, Coastal Carolina, South Florida. Damn. I'm going to stop right there for a second and let you chime in. Uh, I mean, I agree. I think the only top 25 win he has is Boise State. I mean, so that's not even that impressive. Right. Um, like, yeah, like I said, like 2019, I got him. He went seven and six, 11, year, 11 touchdowns, nine picks, 72. That's nothing that no one, no one who puts those kind of numbers up are never going to get looked at in the NFL. And of course, 2020 comes around. He has a good year. I'm not, I mean, his number wise, he put some numbers up, but it's the talent he did it against. And what he didn't do against teams that, you know, maybe have a little more difficult competition. He just, you know, he went away. I, I don't get it. I saw James Jones today, the receiver from the Packers. He said he was the best quarterback in the draft this year. I just don't see it. And I definitely don't see it with the Jets. I mean, I think I, think I was reading since 1976 they've had three quarterbacks with a winning record that's been with them. Wow. I don't think Zach Wilson's going to change that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Honestly, if Zach Wilson went to a team and he sat, I'd probably be like, maybe. But the fact that I know he's going to go in there and day one, go out that field, I, I just don't see it. Nothing that I've seen from him. Yeah, he can – I like to call him like a poor man's Johnny Manziel. I mean, they kind of play a little similar. And they kind of walk in the same kind of – Yeah, they're kind of walking in the same situations. Like really bad teams. They're expected to get out there day one. And I, I just don't think he has a chance. I mean, maybe it's good he's getting drafted second and just as not, you know. <laughs> but um, 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 I hope he has a good accountant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, yeah, he cashes those checks and uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> invest well. <laughs> he's not six three two ten, but he does not look. He does not look. He looks kind of small compared. Yeah, you know, I just. You know, everyone got wild about his pro days through. I watched Russell Wilson do that three times with their pads on. It's like, it's not even the same. People, I think people get a little hyped up on it. You know, he has the nice little, to get the top 10 ESPN plays, but I think we've all seen, you know, what if you judge someone on that, where that gets you, and it's not very far. I agree. I agree. Okay, let me ask you this. Okay. Once again, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields. Tell me one thing, just one thing that Zach Wilson does better than Justin Fields. I guess one the only thing I'm, I'm thinking about it, to be honest, and I guess the only thing I can come up with is he will, if his first read's not there, he will look at a little somewhere else. He's usually only a second one, but he, I mean, he, he, he has shown he can do that. Justin sometimes do walk in one guy and he's going there. That's something you can break, though. I mean, that's lots of college, NFL, I mean, it's, I think especially when it comes down to the fourth pick, you know, it feels good. Someone like Matt Ryan, we've all seen him just dance back there and start go across to everyone. So I think Justin has might have a slight problem with that. Wilson can do that a little better. Other than that, that's all I got. Okay. See, I, I, I thought you were going to go there. So I'm going to shoot a <laughs> hole in that one, a big fat hole in that one. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, I've never played college football. I haven't played pro football. Yeah. But I've watched a lot of football in my lifetime. Yeah, so I think I know the game. Yeah. And the last time I checked, correct me if I'm wrong here, the last time I checked, when you're a quarterback, your job is to throw it to the open receiver. Yeah. Since when did that become a negative? 
No, yeah. <laughs> I, I read somewhere or I heard somewhere they said Justin Fields threw over 200 times to the first to the first read. He's open. How is that a negative when you throw it to a guy who's open? Isn't that your yeah. job as a quarterback? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so, so that's what I'm saying. Like I had to dig deep and I was like, okay, I guess that could be the knock. But you know, there's always things you can add on to that. So you know, I'm with you. I, I really don't see it. I, I, I like I cannot justify Zach with this in number two. I mean, I, I kind of glad I am just because it's the Jets and he's just gonna get wrecked. But okay, and another thing. Okay, since Zach, you know, is the best thing since sliced bread. Okay, and he's able to go to the second and third read. Why in the fuck are you losing to Toledo, uh, <laughs> San Diego State, Hawaii, yeah, Coastal Carolina, South Florida? Yeah, and I guess I guess to play like I guess to play the other side. Yeah, uh, yes, he was playing against bad talent, but he also had bad talent around him. So maybe you know maybe the performance can be justified that way. I, not to me, but it, I guess if I wanted to play a different side, I could use that. Okay, all right. All right. Granted. Okay. You're at BYU. Like I said, they're not a power five school, but they are a top tier school. Okay. I don't care. I don't care who your teammates are at BYU. You should never, ever, ever, ever. If you, if you are a stud quarterback, you should never, ever, ever lose to Toledo for no. any reason no, no, or coastal Carolina. No. I, I see. I understand. Maybe you losing to South Florida, South Florida, you know, they have an up-and-coming yeah. program. They, yeah. they are competitive now, every now and again. But Hawaii, uh-uh. No. 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 Okay. no. Yeah. And, and I'm telling you right now, you put Zach you – take, you take Zach Wilson and put him on Ohio State and Justin Fields put him at BYU, oh, you ain't fucking day. losing to Toledo. Yeah, night and day, no. 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 You're not. Yeah, yeah Justin but, Fields is not getting around the field by Toledo. No day, no. So, what? so Justin Fields will not be around the field by Toledo. No, no. any day of the week. Yeah. No, never, never, never. So, so when it when it comes to when it comes to this particular draft position and everything, once again, like I said, I'm going to come out and say it. Mm -hmm. Come out and say it. Uh, the only thing that Zach Wilson does better than Justin Fields is be white. <laughs> That's the only thing he does better than Justin Fields. Yeah, I mean, I've said I mean, it. I've said on social media, and I don't say it here on my podcast because this is what Lonzo thinks, and I pull no punches. Yeah, if Zach Wilson was black, he would not be drafted in the first round. Period. With that record, yeah, no, never. Like I said, like I, I agree with you. Like I, I just don't see it. I don't. There's nothing on paper. There's nothing on film that shows like that he is the better player. It's just not there. And uh, so people have gone a different route, and they, instead of building Zach Wilson up, they've kind of gone the route of, uh, you know, bringing Justin Fields down. To you justify know, they, to justify their opinions when yeah, it comes yeah. to Zach. Yeah. It, it, it was never like who's the better player. It's like, well, maybe Justin is, uh, what were they saying, the last guy in, first guy out. Yeah. And that was like a thing they got put around. So I think that was just them. Like, that's when you have to beat someone down or build someone up, I, I just know you're full of shit right there. Yeah. <laughs> Like, don't tell me how don't tell me how bad Justin Fields is. Tell me how good Zach Wilson is. That's what I want to hear. And no one can be able. No one's told me that shit. And um, once again, nothing against Zach personally. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know yeah, I've seen yeah. it. I've seen his games and everything. Yeah. I hope he's successful. Has a great career in the NFL. But I guarantee you, three years from now, he would not be in New York. 
He's I don't think he's going to survive there. Yeah. He'll, he'll be backing up Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. I don't see it. There's no way. Like, <laughs> no, no. Not saying that that Justin would do any better in New York, um, but I think the star factor. I think um, Justin in that position, playing at Ohio State, playing under the major spotlight. Yeah. No, he's been there. Yeah. 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 He could take, he could take the losing. He could, I think he could take just like Trevor. I think Trevor can take, you know, the losing. Yeah. And in, 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 in uh, Jacksonville, he could take it in New York as well. So I think, I think that'll, that would bode well if Justin was in that position, but we know he's not going to get drafted. Zach Wilson's getting drafted there, but I think suffice it to say, we both don't agree on that pick. Yeah. It wasn't Broadway Zach with the corner. <laughs> Broadway Zach. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> Harlem Zach. <laughs> Greenwich Village Zach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. Next up, we got Mac Jones going number three to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, once again, another head scratching um, um, pick there. Of course, Mac led uh, Alabama to the national championship against Justin in Ohio State. Um, um, I think Mac Jones is the quintessential system quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he played on the best team by far in college football last year. Um, he threw two wide receivers running wide the hell open all mm-hmm. thing. I he I don't think he had to go to his second read much either. No, he just threw it up. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the team was stacked from, from top to bottom yeah. and he, he steered the wheel. He did a good job. He did a good job. Yeah. Credit is due. Um, Zach, uh, not Zach, Mac. We got Zach and Mac. Um, <laughs> Mac Jones will be macaroni and cheese after the first year <laughs> in San Francisco. Yeah. Now, one of the things I heard the pronosticators talking about is that is that Cal Shanahan, the coach of the 49ers, like likes quarterbacks like Mac Jones, Mac Jones. Yeah. Slow, yeah. slow white guys with a strong arm who are smart. Yeah. He's yeah. got one already, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, he's just always hurt. Yeah, he's just always hurt. Okay. Um, is Mac Jones better than Jimmy Garoppolo? No, not today. Why, you gonna, why are you gonna hire yeah. Mac Jones? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this this pick to me is not. I can make more sense of this one because it is Kyle Shanahan, and they, you know, they run heavy team, like to chop it off to the tight end, and they really do just need a game. They want a guy to sit there and not and not fuck up. And Mac Jones, for what I've seen, doesn't really mess up that much. He does what he's got to do. He shows up and does does his job, and he's out to the way. So I guess it makes sense for them. Um, if it was someone else, I, I don't think I'd like it as much. But just because it is with the San Francisco and the way they kind of play, it, it makes sense, I guess. I don't like to pick. I don't like Mike Jones that much, but I guess he fits in their system. So if he, I, th- I do think he is a system quarterback guy, and I think that could be a system that he might could work in. I could not disagree more. And I'm going to give you a couple of reasons. Reason number one, Aaron Donald. Reason number two, <laughs> yeah, Leonard get, Floyd. Yeah, he's going to get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> Reason number three, Seattle. Yeah. Reason number four, Arizona. Well, I mean, maybe he'll come in after Jimmy breaks another knee or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> if Mac Jones is the starter in San Francisco, he will not make it past week six. I don't see him he'll, being he'll, a be, he'll be on the, yeah. on the injured reserve by week six. Yeah, I can't see him being a starter. And I'm not like 
if State didn't take him, I wouldn't be that surprised. They just kind of really haven't said too much about it. Well, he only went and saw he, he chose him instead of uh, an overfields on the pro day, right? He went and watched Mac Jones. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I guess that makes me feel like that's where he wants to get him, but I don't know. I guess if Mac Jones had to go somewhere, San Francisco's not a terrible place to do it at. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, but um once again, you're at Alabama. You got the best offensive line in college football. Yeah. You know, you know, you're basically untouched every game. That's not happening in the NFL. Get in touch a lot. Yes. In the NFC West for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and you got to play Aaron Donald twice a year. Twice. Uh, JJ Watt now twice. Yeah. JJ yeah. Watt. <laughs> now, um, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo didn't make it through the season for a reason because he's playing Aaron Donald twice a year. Yeah. You know, I mean, all the time. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I've, we never seen Mac Jones take a hit. Uh, really, he doesn't really necessarily have the best athletic body out there. So, uh, good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him <laughs> as well. I hope. Uh, well, you know, if that has a good uh, health plan, so uh, at, at least yeah, he'll get the best health care money yeah. can buy. <laughs> if, if Russell Wilson is having a hard time dealing with it, Mac Jones, yeah. stay at home, man. <laughs> That's why you got Kyler Murray. Yeah. That's why you have Russell Wilson and. Matt Stafford, of course, is a, is a is a seasoned veteran quarterback who's seen yeah. it all. You know, yeah. you know, been so and they're done that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Matt Jones, he ain't none of them. Nope. So them. terrible pick, terrible pick. <laughs> all right, number four, Kyle Pitts, um, tight end out of Florida, going to the Dolphins. That's projected. I think that was a trade. That was a trade, right? Yeah, trade with uh, Atlanta. With Atlanta, so projected trade with Atlanta. Um. Kyle Pitts, um, saw him play a lot this year. Dude is magnificent. He is a, a hybrid wide receiver slash tight end, and that and I I see I see him in that same mold as say a George Kittle, yep, uh, Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski type of an impact player at that position. If I'm Tua uh, Tagula, if I'm Tua, I'm very happy right now. Yeah, and. And uh, I think this, I think anyone who gets Kyle Pitts, uh, who has a who has a decent quarterback, see Kyle Pitts, at, you know, Kyle Pitts and Trevor Lawrence ain't gonna work. Kyle Pitts and Zach Wilson ain't gonna work. Kyle Pitts and Mac Jones ain't gonna work. Because, you know, like I said before, Mac Jones is not gonna be healthy enough. Zach Wilson sucks. <laughs> <laughs> But the Dolphins, the Dolphins are up and coming team. They came, they, they were, yeah. they came this close to making the playoffs. Oh yeah, and right. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year, man. They are a team on the rise, and um, Tua having a whole year under him now. Um, I think this is a great pick for the Dolphins. I think so too. I think also, um, you know, Tua is not someone who's going to be airing that all the time. He's not the one. He's not hitting the letters fifty yards deep. So you get a guy in the middle like Kyle Pitts. I think that's the best thing he could ever get. Um. Yeah, the guys, I I guess I would say, you know, Lawrence is the most valuable player just because he is the quarterback. I mean, he, he's, he'll probably be there as long as nothing happens to him. You know, he, he's in there for at least five years. He's going to finish off that rookie contract as a starter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I think, is the best player. And I would say Lawrence is the most valuable. Um, that's – I thought it was kind of weird that Miami would trade. I guess they just want him – I mean, if that – I learned they didn't do it. But I guess Kuiper thinks that they want him that bad to go get him. I think with the rest, I think they could have stayed where they're at at six and got him. Uh, but 
I mean, if you lock, I think if you lock in Kyle Pitts, you're, you're set for a while. And with Flores, you know, come from the New Orleans, uh, New England, he's used to – they got Gasecki the tight end. He's pretty good. Uh, they like to run. You know, they're pretty nasty. Good defensive team. They like to get in your face. So I think running those like dual tight end sets, you know, put Parker on the outside, two can scramble out, hit him 10 yards out there and let him do his thing. I think it's a good fit. Okay, that being said, you have on Falcons jersey. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming you're a Falcons fan. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts. Who's stopping that? Nobody. <laughs> That's that, yeah. Like, I see this and I'm like, I really don't get why he's, he swapped these two. If anything, I'd have put like the Falcons trading with like Denver or someone and Miami's just staying at six. But I get maybe if they're scared that Cincinnati's going to take him. Um, but it, either way, if, I think if they get pits, they're going to be happy at the end of the day. And I think it's going to ball out. I agree. I agree, and I think the Falcons are going to rue the day yeah. that they traded that pick. Yep. Oh, well, they got to come down to Miami this year. So, oh, word! The rubber's going to meet the road in Miami. Oh, okay, yeah. watch out now. You got tickets. You're gonna get some. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next up, number five, we have Panay Sewell, offensive yeah. tackle out of Oregon, going to the Bengals. Uh, he's they're saying he's a he's a, a no miss can't miss prospect. Usually, yeah. it is rare it's rare that you see an offensive lineman be a bust. You know, it would, Isaiah Wilson don't don't oh, yeah, <laughs> he's yeah. an anomaly. <laughs> so he's just crazy. Um, so I think this is a, a the right pick for the Bengals. Joe Burrow would definitely agree to that. Yeah, Joe Burrow so. and his knee would agree yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a perfect pick for the Bengals. Your thoughts? Uh, pretty much the same. Safe, easy. Your quarterback spent half his half the year on his back. He almost got broken half. Yeah. You know, keep the guy around the longer two he's got. And he needs the guys up front to do that. So good thing. Um, I don't know about you, but I felt sorry for Joe Burrow. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. It was hard to watch their games. Yeah. That, that poor guy. Getting killed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't stand a yeah. chance. I think they brought in Clowney with the Browns this year. I mean, it's just going to get worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get no better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you, you got the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns. Oh my yeah. God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Whatever you got to do to protect that man, do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll be seeing Joe in a, in, a, in another uniform in about four or five years because oh, well, yeah. he's gonna be beat to sleep. He yeah. really is, man. Yeah, and that team, that, that team is just bad. Yeah, they suck. Yeah, and I don't think they care to get any good. They just never like. They've all just been fine with being the Bengals. Yeah. They're okay with being mediocre. You're absolutely right, man. And that's that's a shame because I think um, Joe could have been. <laughs> I, hate, I hate to talk about Joe in the past tense already. Yeah. I think Joe could have been great. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same. It's like I don't, I don't have like I don't like oh it's you know kind of like Zach Wilson. Like I don't know if he's going to be good because I think he's just going to get snapped like a twig in the first you know, couple of weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Sorry, Joe. You got no listening, Joe. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Hopefully you <laughs> All right, next up, number six, Trey Lance, quarterback out of North North Dakota State. I believe this is North Dakota State, right? Yeah. The Bison yeah. going to the Falcons at number six. Fucking why? Uh, yeah, like I, I saw this and I was just like, wait, what, where did Justin Fields go? Did I miss something? Oh, he's just not here. Like, I got nothing to say about this bullshit. 
if Justin Fields is there sitting at a six and I hear Trey Lance come across, I might have to get a new TV the next day because that is <laughs> fucking like that is it makes zero sense to me. I get Trey Lance is like someone that can sit behind Matt Ryan and maybe get better, but I just don't we don't know shit about the guy at all. I mean, he played North Dakota State, didn't play anyone, played great, I guess. Big guy, but it's just the feels like we already know what we're gonna get. We have one, maybe it'll work out. One, this guy's the shit and from Georgia. Like, how dare you skip him over? Like, bring the kid home, put him in a Falcons jersey. Trey Lance, if you come across the TV, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> <laughs> For folks out there who might not know, Justin Fields is from fucking Kennesaw. Yeah, <laughs> right down the road. <laughs> Two minutes outside of there. <laughs> so, if, if you drive uh, Justin Fields, you're going to sell a shitload of tickets, if nothing else. Yeah. You know, um, give him, get a chance to learn under, you know, a future Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. You know, he, uh, you know, if they say he has trouble reading, reading defenses, I, I think Matt can handle that. I, I don't help him. I yeah. think that's like, you yeah. can say a lot of things about Matt Ryan, good and bad, but, you know, he's, he's been running around looking at different guys for a long time. He knows yeah. how to spread it out. And I think he could really help Justin out of that. Yeah. If he has that problem, we don't know. But if he does, Matt Ryan, I think, is the best guy for Justin Fields. I think I, I think Justin Fields in Atlanta is really the perfect fit. And I'm, like I said, I'll get really upset if it doesn't happen. <laughs> I tell you what now, if I'm Trey Lance and I get drafted by the Falcons, the first thing he should do is contact Carson Wentz and buy him a Ferrari. Yeah, that's the only reason <laughs> yeah. I mean, him. yeah, put him on the map, yeah. Yeah, that's the only yeah. reason. Yeah, Yeah. really, like, like no one's looking at North Dakota State, but Carson Wentz came out and now we got Trey Lance. Maybe there's another one coming soon. If, yeah, I mean, they don't play anybody. Like, they're yeah. they're, they're, they're a second game. division team. Yeah. Uh, school. Uh, he played one game this year. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, I don't know. It was actually 149 yards, five yard average, two touchdowns and a pick. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Against who? Who did they play? Uh, South Dakota State, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The Jackrabbits, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. They played a high school team. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah. But um, I guess if Fields is taken before six and we get Lance, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be upset with it. Uh, I would just know that that's a project. Like, I don't think anyone would be expecting to be the day one starter. No. I would not pick Trey Lance if, if um... – Justin was off. The, I, I would not pick him. Period. I would not I pick him in the yeah. top ten. Especially like with a guy. I mean, we're talking. If Fields is not, I mean, if Fields gets taken, that means Pitts is going to be there, which means you're taking Trey Lance over Kyle Pitts and Justin Fields, and that's just disgraceful. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I, I really, I don't see him as a first, a first round draft pick, much less a top uh, ten. I, yeah, I, I don't get it. You got to You know, it's a project. You just people yeah. think it's a really good project, but. I don't, I mean, you know, <laughs> when you play quarterback in college, man, I think it's important that you play somebody. Yeah. If not, draft them in the sixth round or whatever. You know, put them on the practice squad and develop them. But you, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't spend a high draft pick and all that kind of money on someone who spends his time playing South Dakota State. No, it, I mean, it, it I, don't make no yeah. sense. I if it's an offensive that, lineman, yeah. maybe. Defensive lineman, maybe. But a quarterback. Not a quarterback. No. So, so uh, Falcons, don't fuck up, please. Yeah, please don't. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Next up, number seven, Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU, going to the Lions. Um, Jamar had a great season with Joe Burrow. He didn't play, he opted out this past season. Um, everybody say he's a, he's a can't miss prospect. Um, I don't agree. I nope. don't agree at all. Uh, especially going to the Lions. Uh, yeah. When you're a wide receiver, it's, a, it's really important that you go to a team with a quarterback that can really take advantage of your skills. Yeah. Uh, the Lions have Jared Goff, a former number one draft pick, Super Bowl starting quarterback, who's the guy who just got traded for Matt Stafford yeah. from the Lions. Yeah. No. Yeah, no. Obviously, <laughs> stuff is not working. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I mean, just just as a player by himself, not on the lines, I think is I think he's really good. I love he's got really good route running and the way he can distribute his body to get in the right position. I mean, it's almost kind of like cooler, you know. You know, he'll be over here, and all of a sudden, like he can body some guy real quick, and he's making sure he's the only one touching that ball. He's really good at that. As just an overall player, I think he's great. I think he had like a forty-one inch vert, and he can get up there uh, fast. Good player, but like like you're saying, Lions. What was that guy that with Kevin Smith back in the day or something like that? They got everyone thought he was gonna be the next big thing, and except yeah. the Lions it sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so exactly much what I expect. I mean, you know, you know, Megatron retired early because he was stuck it on takes, the Lions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't blame him. <laughs> oh, by the way, fun fact. Fun fact. Um, Calvin Smith, not Calvin Smith, Calvin Johnson, Megatron. Um, my wife is a teacher, or used okay. to be a teacher. She's an educator. She was he was her student in the fourth grade. Oh no yeah. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah. yeah. Fun fact. That's cool. That's cool. And she said she knew even back then, because he said back in the fourth grade he wanted to be a uh, football player. So I imagine. Yeah. So yeah. He he knew what was up. What a so. shame. Yeah. <laughs> what a shame. <laughs> <laughs> so uh Mega, what's up, man? Got there listening? Good on you. All right. But yeah, as far as Jamar Chase goes, uh, like I said, um, yeah, I, I don't see it ending well for him in um in Detroit. That's that's a place where receivers go to die. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Megatron. But Mega had the had the had the luxury of having Matt Stafford with him. Yeah, so, and he still died. Yeah, and yeah, and he still got beat <laughs> to sleep. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> All right. So next up, Devontae Smith, wide receiver out of Alabama, going to the Panthers at number eight. I hate this choice. I, 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 this is, I think this is the worst one on the on the thing. I, this doesn't make any any sense to me at all. Uh, when it comes to Devontae Smith, uh, I got two words for you: Desmond Howard. Yeah, <laughs> saying so. Uh, uh, Desmond Howard was a wide receiver one uh, uh, who won um, the Heisman Trophy. Great punt returner, great route runner, and yeah, everything. Michigan, right? yeah. yeah, out of Michigan. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I I I see him. I see Demonte in the same mold as um, as a Desmond Howard. Uh, I don't see him as someone who's going to be. He's not going to be a, a game changer. He's not going to be a, a a franchise changer. Yeah. Uh, the Panthers just traded for Sam Darnold. They have Christian McCaffrey, and uh, they're going to have Devontae Smith. They already have DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson there too. Yeah, Robbie Anderson, who's 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 pretty good and everything. Um, so, and um, the I think Joe Brady is the co- he's the coordinator, right? Yeah, yeah. And Matt Rule is the coach. 
So I have faith in Matt Rule. I have faith in Joe Brady. Um, they did everything they could with um, with um, Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. Because the Panthers, they were competitive. That's a lot of the Panthers games. No, they, they, were they, it's not, they were not getting they were not getting blown out. No. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I just I just don't uh, I, I don't see this as being a, a good fit in Carolina. I just don't. I, 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 he has buzz written all over him. I think they also have a lot more needs than another receiver. That yeah. just doesn't make any sense to me to grab that. I think they like our, was a, a Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern, a tackle or a guard. You know, maybe get Sam Darnold some help to see if he can actually play. But like I said, DJ Moore is pretty solid. Robbie Anderson is pretty solid. You got McCaffrey. I don't think I, I see no reason to bring another receiver in. And especially another receiver who's, uh, you know, Undersized. six feet, 125 pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're, not, yeah. you're not playing Vanderbilt, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see if you run a crossing route in the NFL. At, at that yeah, time. yeah, yeah. Try that. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't think he has the strength to fight off, um, to fight off NFL cornerbacks either. No, he's going to have to rally his route running to get. I mean, that's he was the guy, Matt Jones, just throwing 15 yards wide open. Yeah. And I think so exactly. it's going to be a lot harder in the NFL, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah so when so you got small, Jalen yeah. Ramsey chucking you in, you know, yeah. at the line of scrimmage, and you can't get into your route. Yeah, you're not going to beat him. Yeah. <laughs> you might get one step every once in a while, but yeah. most of the time he's, he's jamming you up. So if anything, and, you know, you might see him playing in the slot against linebackers a lot. Yeah. But you don't draft a slot guy at number eight. No, no, especially when you have so many other needs. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. He's not going to be a number one receiver. He's just too small. Yeah. yeah. You know, like I said, and I think, what's the average size of NFL cornerback? You're talking what, about anywhere from 5'10 to 6 feet? Uh, 6 foot, yeah. You know, 200, 200 pounds? Yeah. yeah. Run, run like a deer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're also, yeah. I mean, they return punts and everything. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not going to work out the same. No, no. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, we have the Broncos at number nine, picking Michael Parsons, linebacker out of Penn State. Um, I'm going to admit, um, uh, I, had, I, I never really focused on Micah. I, I saw a couple of uh, Penn State's games last year. Penn State was fucking terrible last year. Yeah, they were really bad. Um, he opted out last year. He didn't play. Oh, he did? He opted out? Yeah. Okay, smart guy. Yeah, yeah, smart guy. <laughs> smart guy. So, uh, so he opted out. So that's why I didn't see him. Okay. Um, I, I can't really speak on this pick, so I, I don't know a whole lot about him. I've seen a whole lot of his film, the stuff I saw on film. I mean, he's a linebacker. He's okay. Yeah. Um, I don't see him as somebody who. I don't think the Broncos really need a linebacker that bad. No. They need a quarterback in the worst way, because uh, Drew Lock ain't it. No. No. That's what when I was saying earlier. I think Kuiper was doing some get some some clickbait. This is it right here. Yeah, Broncos were 28th in scoring last year, 23rd in offense total yards, 13th in defense. Drew Locke's your quarterback. You tell me Justin Fields is sitting there at 10. You're gonna take Michael Peterson as a linebacker? That just no. No, I know I know what you're doing over there. <laughs> that is, you, there's no way he believes that's actually gonna. Happen. And John Elway is running the team. Come on. Yeah, dude, no way. <laughs> you sucked at offense last year. Are you going to pick up a defensive guy? No. There's no way I believe that that John Elway believes that that uh, Drew Locke is the future of his team. No way. No. Yeah, no way. Yeah. 
You're not you're not wanting the goats for a reason. I mean, you know, for nothing. I mean, you know, <laughs> oh, John wants some goals. He hasn't had, one has he has had very much success so far, but yeah, I just don't see it. Yeah. No, not at all. So that brings us to, to pick number ten, Justin Fields, quarterback <laughs> out of Ohio State to the Patriots. I do not want to see this pick happen, man. I do uh, not want to see Justin Fields playing for the Patriots because I hate the Patriots. I can't and I can it. see the Patriots yeah. now going on another run. Yeah. I don't want – yeah, no. No. Please don't let that happen. Yeah. Please, God. Yeah. Don't give Bill Belichick. I <laughs> thought these days were over. You know? <laughs> I thought we were past that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. I, you know, we've heard enough of, you know, Bill Belichick is a genius and all this kind of stuff, man. I, you know, I, I, I uh, uh, just please, God, don't let this happen. And I was reading, he said he believes that they would do that because of the moves they made in free agency. Like I said, I think it's just clickbait. If I was going to say, I think it's, I think the Cowboys originally had the 10th pick. I think they stay there. And I think they pick up uh, Patrick Triptan from Bama. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not even really going to acknowledge just Justin Fields, the Patriots, bullshit. No way. <laughs> now, if the Patriots trade up, from if 10, they do it, I'm going to be really mad. <laughs> we know why. Yeah. Say so if they swap, you know, who, who would they swap with? Who 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 could they? Who else could they possibly trade with to get even higher? Um, possibly the Panthers, since they got Sam Darnold now. I got the guy. I mean, if the Falcons wanted, I hope they don't. But so yeah, I guess maybe Denver. the Falcons or the Panthers. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Maybe the Lions. I don't know. I saw some people talking about Phil's going to Detroit also. Um, I don't know. Uh, Phil's going to Detroit? I don't see that happening, man. Because they, they – I think – I mean, they, it seems like – I mean, they they made a deal to get golf. Yeah. That dude has a huge contract. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, they're only going the second get, year. You're not getting rid of that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there you have it. The, the top 10 mock draft predictions. Uh, there's two weeks left before the draft. So that being said, what are your predictions? On the draft? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's going to end up anything like this. Pretty okay. much I agree with uh, the first three. At four, I think Atlanta stays. And I pray to God they take Justin Fields. I think five. I think he's got that Cincinnati. I, I agree with that. With us, the tackle from Oregon. Six would be Miami. I think they could still get Kyle Pitts there. If not, I think it'd be Jamar Chase. And then you got you have Detroit at seven. I think they same thing. I think they would take Pitts or Chase, whoever's there. Eight would be still be the Panthers. I think they take Rashawn Slater from Northwestern to tackle. Nine the Broncos. I'm not sure what they're gonna do. I guess Trey Lance, maybe, if he's still sitting there. If Fields is sitting there, I just ain't no way he's going to go there. And then 10, I still think it's going to be the Cowboys, and I think they take Sertan. Okay. So what's your crazy move? There's always always one crazy move in the draft. I was what's thinking the, what's, what's, yeah. the, what's yeah. the potential crazy? <laughs> um, oh, shit. Okay, I'm going to help you so out here. crazy will go – a trade with Chicago and Atlanta. Chicago moves up to four. Mind reader. Do Mind I? reader. There you go, man. Chicago. <laughs> say Chicago and Atlanta make a deal. Hopefully yeah. Atlanta can pull two first rounders. 
one this year, one next year. Uh, and then uh, Fields goes to Chicago at four. That'll be my crazy one. I, I agree wholeheartedly because um, uh, what's his name? Who's the quarterback in uh, – what's his name? Uh, red hair? Andy Dalton. Andy red Dalton. Hair. Obviously, <laughs> Andy Dalton is a journeyman backup quarterback. Uh, Chicago has a good team. They just need a quarterback in the worst yeah. way. They got a great defense. They have some pieces on offense. They need a quarterback in the worst way. Yeah. If you keep, if you go into the season with Andy Dalton as your starter, you basically just just gave up the season because you're yeah, not going to win. Yeah. What are you playing for? Yeah. A, a draft pick next year. Yeah. yeah. They tried to get Russell Wilson. They tried like hell to get Russell Wilson. Tried real hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So clearly know. they understand they need a quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, the prevailing thought is that is that um, this is what I've heard is that. Uh, Bears want to get rid of Matt Nagy anyway, so they're going to they're yeah. basically sabotaging him with Andy Dalton. They're going to go ahead and punt on this season, um, get rid of Matt Nagy, and then get a quarterback next year. But this is the NFL; it really don't make a whole lot of sense to just give up your whole season just like that. You just yeah. fired a guy. Well, I mean, also like who's coming out next year? There's nothing. We don't have any uh, Trevor Lawrence or anybody coming out next year. You really got to. You're going to be back to the same situation, looking for another Nick Foles or Andy Dalton. And what are you going to do? Play, you're just going to keep doing the same game every single year. Hopefully a guy comes out we can get. Like, that's never going to get you anywhere. Right. I, I agree. I agree 100%. 100%. Um, my crazy move that I think could, could potentially happen is, uh, I'm going to say that name again, Russell Wilson. Yeah. Um, going to the Dolphins. To the Dolphins? Okay. The Dolphins. They, they sent to a – they got a to, lot of uh, yeah, they sent Tua to um to um where uh, to Seattle um uh, in return for um the number four pick and uh, they get Russell Wilson and um I th- I think somebody's going to get I I I, I really think Russell Wilson's going to move I really do I really do I think he's going to move I think it's going to be next year. You think? Yeah. Uh, now, there's one. There's one more thing we need to discuss. Another uh, one more wild card we yeah. need to discuss. I think you know. I think you know where I'm going. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think anyone knows yet. I'm telling you now. If I'm a general manager, I'm not worried about all this uh, because th- if there are criminal charges, I wouldn't touch them. Yeah. This is a civil case. People trying to get money. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't care about distractions. Deshaun is is is, is a elite top five quarterback. Oh yeah, hundred percent. If you can get him, get him. Deal with the baggage. Deal with the with the media storm that's going to come with it. Mm-hmm. It'll blow over. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one to you know to to point fingers and say yeah that he's a you know he's a perv or that yeah. the the young ladies who are um, who have um, filed these complaints are gold diggers. I'm not going to say that. It's not for me to say. Yeah. I'm speaking strictly from a football standpoint. I hope that all the allegations against him are not true. But at the same time, if those allegations are true, I hope, you know, he's learned his lesson, that he fixes his life, he apologizes, he cuts the checks and puts this behind him. And if, if, if you know, if, if what he did was criminal and the criminal charges come with it, and it's proven that he that he 
did these things, that he should be punished to the fullest extent of the law, yeah. and he should never court back in the NFL again. Sure. So all that being said, if I'm if I'm a general manager of any one of these teams in the top ten, I don't care if you're Jacksonville or if you're the Patriots. If I get if I get Deshaun Watson, damn it, I'm doing it. Yeah, I mean, like, strictly football wise, if he's on your team, you have a franchise quarterback for the next ten years, guaranteed. Yeah, I mean, and he's going to produce every year. The guy's an amazing talent. He's gonna he's gonna win you games, and especially you put him around a good team. Who knows how far it can go. I agree. I agree 100 percent man. So uh, so those are our predictions, our, our wild card predictions. Um, one last thing before we go. Um, so who do you got going into the season? If the season started today, mm-hmm. who's your pick? Super Bowl? Yeah. Uh honestly, I think the Rams, I think they made a lot of moves. I think that defense so I think Max Stafford is gonna change that team around. They have really good offensive weapons. Uh, I mean, they, they had a great season last year. I really think golf, you know, you take him out of the equation, who knows how far they make it. So I think, I think that's a really good team to watch. Um, that whole division is just a stack. I mean, I think when you had the Cardinals going last year, they had, a, I mean, they looked like for a while they were going to do it. Yeah. Uh, they, it was a good pick for yeah. a while there. And then, yeah. they had, so. <laughs> I mean, Seattle is still, you know, they're always going to be good. The thrust is there. They're, they're good. But I, I think that if the Rams can make it out of there, Healthy and alive, I think they'll be a real danger. And of course, mostly because I just don't want to see fucking Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks there again. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I guess if I was gonna, if I had to, like, if you put a gun to my head, like, who's gonna win Super Bowl? I'm like, yeah, and Tampa Bay. But I'd like to see the Rams. Like, I think they have the the next best chance of taking them out. Not a bad pick at all. Not a bad pick at all. Um, me. I, I I got a funny feeling. I had a funny feeling with with the Cardinals, and that, yeah. that you know that, that blew up on me. But my funny feeling this year, man, it, it, I I can't shake it. Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. I. They added someone, didn't they? They got a receiver that came on. Who did? They got um Sammy Watkins. Okay. All right. Yeah. And um, hopefully they'll they'll pick up somebody in the draft as well. They can they can kind of groom and, and put along with Sammy yeah. and everything, man. But I don't know, just something about I I I just I just got that feeling, man. I got that feeling that um that Lamar's gonna come back with the vengeance. Yeah. They're gonna right there. Yeah, yeah, they're they're right. You're, you're they're right there. They're right there. Um I see I see um Tennessee falling off. Yeah. I see <laughs> Buffalo falling off. Yeah, I think maybe in the division, I think overall they're still going to be a strong team. I think just going to war with uh, the Patriots, they got a lot of people coming back. We'll see what Cam can do. Miami is looking strong. Yep. Well, they looked strong last year. You know, all the Jets, don't even count them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I could see them not maybe not doing as good as they did last year. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a bow on, on that conversation by saying I'm never, ever in my lifetime ever going to root for a team that's cutting a check to Jake Fromm. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, he might not be there next year. So who knows? <laughs> I, I don't care if Jake Fromm went to the Falcons, went to the oh, fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If anybody, if he's anybody's cutting him a check, <laughs> I'm wishing them the worst. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I'm wishing them the worst. All right, man. So there you have it. Um, our, our our take on the on the upcoming draft. And yeah, let's make sure we do we get together yeah. after 
the draft. Let's kind of see where everything kind of shakes out. Everything's yeah. on tape. Everything's on video, man. So I'm holding everything that you said. <laughs> hey, it's all good. <laughs> so any parting shots before we leave? Ah, uh, no. Don't fuck up, Falcons. Pick up Fields. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you heard it here first. Don't fuck up, Falcons. Uh, so Chris, I appreciate you taking time out to um, to meet with me today, and let's do it again real soon. And uh, other than that, sign it off. Yo, oh, oh, by the way, before I forget, make sure that you um that you catch me on YouTube, that you sign up for notifications, uh, comment below, let us know what you think about these uh about our prognostications. You can also catch me on Spotify, Apple. Apple Podcasts, also Google Podcasts. So there are a lot of outlets to um, a lot of platforms to catch the show. Uh, the first of many. Um, I'm going to turn this into actually I'm going to turn this into a regular um, weekly or biweekly segment of sports. I'm going to call it. Um, you hear you heard it here first. I'm going to call it Fourth and Inches. There it is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's going to be the name of my sports show where we discuss everything Fourth and Inches because um, um, as um. As um, Al Pacino said, every given, given Sunday, it's that inch That's that it. separates. <laughs> so, fourth and inches is the name of my uh, sports show. So that being said, once again, Chris, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Absolutely. And I will see you in a few weeks, man. See you, man. Take care.